service held at North Lake Unitarian Universalist Church, a New Orleans-style jazz funeral for the old year. This service offers opportunities to reflect on the last year, to bury the negative or hurtful items from 2017, and to look forward with hope and joy to 2018. We hope you will find this unusual ritual based on a New Orleans cultural, educational, culture, educational, inspirational, and also a boatload of fun. We want to thank Roe Combeth, Hal David, and Heather McAdams for participating and doing some reading through this service. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, we also offer our thanks to the Portage Bay Big Band. They are here to gift us with the sounds of New Orleans, an important component of this service. We are also grateful to the Barton Family Funeral Service for making this casket available to you. If you hadn't seen it yet, it is here. And there's no reason to be afraid of a casket. And for bringing it here and for picking it up. And finally, a special thanks to the Reverend Melanie Morell Ensminger, the author of this service. The New Orleans Jazz Festival began in the late 19th century. It combined European and American music with a distinct African sensibility. This custom could have arisen nowhere else in America, or in the world for that matter, for nowhere else but New Orleans was there the blending of a gumbo of cultures that offered birth not only to the jazz frenal, but also to jazz itself, as well as blues, Cajun, Zydeco, rhythm and blues, and even rock and roll. In the 1880s and 90s, insurance and burial societies sprang up among the recently freed people of color. Uh, they had easy payment plans that allowed even the poorest family to afford burial for its members. These services came complete with a band of musicians to give the beloved dead a good send-off. Precious Lord, take my hand, an old hymn that arose from this heritage, is in our hymnal, but not often sung in UU churches. It is a favorite, it was a favorite of Martin Luther King Jr. and was played at his funeral. The hymn's writer, Thomas Dorsey, was a famous secular blues musician and was often on the road playing honky-tonks and juke joints, living the life of a rascal. On one such trip, he got word that his wife had died in childbirth. The baby had died too. Dorsey wanted to die himself. He penned, Precious Lord, Take My Hand, a song for anyone who has known despair and sadness, yet finds hope in their faith and life.
Many older jazz musicians in the city, with their years of experience from childhood in the marching brass bands that seemed to dot every working class neighborhood of New Orleans, vividly recall their first jazz funeral. Milton Batiste, a member of the Batiste Black Creole musical dynasty, recalls, when I was a little boy, I would see a band, all dressed in black, coming slowly down the street, playing sorrowful music. And then I'd see them later, coming back, playing happy tunes. And I wondered what happened in the middle. <laughs> this morning's service follows the order of a traditional New Orleans jazz funeral. They always started with a wake, moved on to the funeral, then burial, and ended with cutting loose the body, a ritual, and second line, all accompanied by music, all musically inspired. We begin today with a wake for the old year followed by a ritual of burying and dismissing the past, and end with a turn of the page and a cutting loose celebration. There'll be a second line available at the end for those who want to dance around the room. Those who are with it, prepare yourself. We need some help. <laughs> Folks here from Washington. <laughs> so help us out with that. Cutting loose celebration at the end, which is intended to remind us of the hope, the faith, and the courage that we have in this life. A hope, faith, and courage that carries us forward into 2018. Let us join our hearts and minds in worship. The words for our chalice lighting come from the pen of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. Life is hard, at times as hard as crucible steel. It has its bleak and difficult moments. Like the ever-flowing waters of the river, life has its moments of drought and its moments of flood. Like the ever-changing cycle of the seasons, life has the soothing warmth of its summers and the piercing chill of its winters. And if one holds on, one discovers that God walks with them and that God is able to lift you from the fatigue of despair to the buoyancy of hope and transform dark and desolate valleys into sunlit paths of inner peace. On the night before a funeral is scheduled, a wake would be held. Folks sat up all night long with the deceased and sang familiar hymns. Wakes were often held in people's homes with the dearly departed lain out on the dining room table or a door tickets off its hinges safely and gently placed on true trussels. Common elements in the wake were hours spent reminiscing about the good moments of the life of the departed. It was felt that the good moments and the good times of life 
carried blessings within them. And these could be embedded in the souls of those who had died. As the 20th century wore on, these vigils began to be held in professional funeral parlors or churches. Traditional gospel hymns were sung, such as, What a friend we have in Jesus, as I lay my burden down, just a little while to stay here, and gonna lay down my sword and shield, also known as Down by the Riverside, a song we will now sing together. During the wake, friends and family would sit up all night with the coffin, not only singing, but remembering and sharing stories. The sharing of stories and personal memories is a healing practice. It helps people deal with grief. This is why people's memories of those who have died hold such an important place in Unitarian Universalist memorial services. We have memories. We have memories of this year that has just passed. In preparation for the pastoral prayer that will follow, let us enter into a moment of quiet in which you can reflect on any pains or difficulties you experienced in 2017. Anything that you would like to let go of as you enter 2018. Please draw your heart and mind to your center and breathe deeply, relaxing your body in this most holy of moments, in this holy house of worship. Let us be together, let us breathe together. In spite of all of life's challenges, you are not alone. You are of, or you know, of a supportive community where people celebrate life's good times, mourn life's losses, and care for one another through the difficult times. Let us draw strength from this gathered community. Let us draw a special comfort here among others who follow in a liberal religious tradition. You are invited to release the mundane matters of the week just past, as you also refuse to shoulder the burdens of the week to come. As you release those mundane concerns, letting go of items like unpaid bills and uncompleted errands and the endless to-do list, we turn our attention to those who need care, love, and assistance at this time. Thank you. May the love rising up within you May the concern that brought you to the many with special needs hold and sustain you, fortify you in the days to come. Amen.
Please rise in body or spirit to sing hymn number 156, O Freedom. Every year's ending brings with it the bittersweet task of remembering and evaluating the past year. Every year has its moments of pain, its losses, and its attendant evils. The past year brought changes, both good and bad, to our world, our church, and our personal lives. We all need to process and move through our losses in order to reorient ourselves for the days that lie ahead. We all need to grieve our pains in order to begin 2018 with a renewed heart. There is no shortcut through loss and pain. The only way through sadness is sadness. Anything else is a false mask of denial and repression. And the best way to do this difficult work is in a religious community. You're invited to look at your assessment of 2017. What events of the past year do you regret? What words or deeds personally or collectively as a citizen or member of a particular group do you wish to banish? What feeling do you wish to bury? What do you wish to lay to rest? Our lives are brief. We have only a little while to stay here. We should not carry emotional pain forever. What burdens are you willing to lay down? You are now invited to list your burden or burdens on the back of one of the pieces of paper inside your orders of service. It is okay to write whatever you wish the papers will be burned after the service. Nobody will be reading them. There's a hibachi out in the courtyard and you can join us if you wish to make certain. So at this time, as the band plays Just a Closer Walk With Thee, you are invited to take those papers or cards that are being distributed and write on a burden, something that you wish to let go of, and then come forward and put it in a place that will lead to its burial. Thank you. 
After the wake was completed, usually the next morning, the funeral would be held. The body would be reverently and tenderly laid in the coffin. It would be removed from the home or funeral parlor and carried slowly with great dignity through the streets of the city to the church. In the old days, the hearse was horse-drawn, the horses plumed in black, the hooves muffled with black cloths, the attendants dressed in dark tailcoats. Today, the hearse is a long motor car and attendants wear plain and sober business suits. The brass band follows behind in slow lockstep, playing mournful dirges with family and friends behind, all moving slowly and sadly, doing what in New Orleans is called the slow drag in time with the music. The people following the band are called the second line because the band is the first line. The funeral followed a traditional pattern. The dead would be eulogized, hymns sung, ending with the hope for a reunion in a better world than the world we see today. In the spirit of honor and respect, we lift our voices to sing the African-American National Anthem, Lift Every Voice and Sing. We do so to the best we can by acknowledging that the harmonies of liberty cannot yet be claimed for all. In singing this song, we commit and we recommit to march on as soldiers, allies, faithful companions, until that victory is won. Let's join together singing hymn 149. After the funeral service held in a church, the coffin would be carried through the streets to the neighborhood cemetery for burial. It was custom for people to be buried near where they lived. Even today, it's not unusual for small cemeteries to be scattered throughout residential areas, some of them now considered historic, but still being used for burials. Once more, the band gathered close behind the hearse. Once more, the immediate family and closest friends followed, grieving, walking slowly, and making their way to the burial ground. Much as we would like to, we cannot literally bury this casket. Instead, we imagine. We imagine we slowly follow the hearse as it makes its way to the cemetery. The coffin holds all the aspects of our individual and communal lives. We wish to dismiss, leave behind, or bury. We imagine ourselves mourning the past year, walking the streets of the city, ready to bury the past. When the funeral procession arrived at the gates of the cemetery, or as it happens today, 
when the hearse takes the coffin to a suburban graveyard. It is time for a ritual known in New Orleans as cutting the body loose. As the coffin is lowered into the grave or the burial vault, the Grand Marshal of the Brass Band lifts his baton and gives the signal that the body has been dismissed. The band switches tempo. Slow dirges become hot swinging dance numbers. What was slow and sad becomes happy and bright. This gaiety and celebration is not a lack of respect for the dead or denial of loss and pain. There is, in the African culture, an acceptance of the fullness of life. Life contains sorrow and joy, pain and pleasure. Both are necessary. There are two parts of one whole. The dead are dead, and however much we grieve them, we cannot bring them back. But we, we are alive, and that offers us hope and faith and courage that there will be better times ahead. The second line of mourners and well-wishers, who to this point have been marching in the funeral beat known as the slow drag, break out into clapping and dancing and singing along. As they leave the cemetery, the band plays such songs as Feel So Good, Be Glad When You're Dead, You Rascal You, <laughs> and Didn't He Ramble. While we may grieve for the past, we also know we can move forward filled with hope, faith, and courage. There is so much to be hopeful for, this community of faith, not the least among them. We have each other. We have this church complex so full of hope and potential. We have the bounty of our Unitarian Universalist faith traditions, which always calls us forward. We have our culture, our traditions, our food, and our music, the celebrations no one can take from us. All, all aspects of this beloved religious community. And we have courage. Having buried the burdens of the past, we recognize that those who have gone before us left us 
with the strength to continue on with our effort to bring peace and love, equity and justice to this world in which we live. We are most grateful for the good work these prophets have done to point us in the right direction. I'll close with these words by Louis Armstrong, a jasmine, if there ever was a jasmine. He shared these words in the introduction to his 1970 recording, It's a Wonderful World. And all I'm saying is, see what a wonderful world it would be if only we would give it a chance. Love, baby, love. That's the secret. Yeah. <laughs> May such a love be your ever-present companion, living vibrantly within you until again. One, two, one, two, three, four. <laughs>